2009 was the first year that we had documented uh, kills in the in the state of Oregon. Rod Childers, longtime rancher in Wallowa County, Oregon, leans against his bright white truck. He peers out from under a sweat-stained cowboy hat as he tells a story. The gray wolf, formerly extirpated from the contiguous United States, was reintroduced to the West in the 1990s. Their populations grew and packs expanded into new territory, including the mountains that rise behind Rod. This land is part of a grazing allotment that is leased out to ranchers. and is when Wallow County started having uh, depredations confirmed by the agency. That is, the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife. Since then, ranchers like Rod have seen wolves affect their livestock, and they aren't happy about it. Hi, my name is Dr. Zoe Hanley. I'm an ecologist and um, I recently completed my PhD working on wolf-livestock interactions at Washington State University. Zoe Hanley and Gabe Spence, another scientist studying wolves, both researched the lookout pack miles north of Wallowa County in the Metow Valley of Washington. Wolves have been listed as endangered, both federally and statewide in Oregon, and in some places fully delisted. These various classifications complicate the already expensive process of equipping wolves with GPS collars, a key component to understanding their movements and behaviors. Standing next to Rod, John Williams, an Oregon State University Extension officer, shuffles his cowboy boots in the gravel and describes collaring a wolf. And we wanted to put wolves on, or collars on wolves. And uh, if you ever contemplate putting a collar on an endangered species, understand that it almost takes an act of Congress. Todd Nash, rancher and county commissioner in Wallowa County, explains his experience with wolves. And last year was my worst year as far as stressors on, on livestock. Gabe and Zoe have heard this before, but know just how hard it is to design a study to look at the weight of calves. One of the reasons why this is so tough to get at is because there are so many things that could cause cattle to have different weights from year to year. And that always makes it more complicated. You're introducing more variables into your model. That right there makes it harder to answer the question. Ranchers often do not gather the data on their animals that is required for a study. There's very little data on calf weights because no one weighs their calves. Despite these complications, Gabe finds that the biggest hurdle to completing good research is not difficulties with design or data, it is the relationship with ranchers. Ranchers don't trust wildlife biologists, and this has affected the way Gabe works. Lately when I've been out, 
up in the northeast a lot. I've been trapping up there. And when I'm up there, there's a guy that rides with me and he works for the sheriff's department up there. Sheriffs are elected by the counties and the community there really strongly pushed this through to happen to have what they call a wildlife technician. And he rides with me, he sees what I'm doing and sees if I'm doing what I'm saying I'm doing because I work for the state. This tangible manifestation of mistrust is not all negative for Gabe. He wants to work with ranchers, and he thinks they both want the same thing. Communication is what's needed. Like, I don't want some producer to have all their cows get killed by wolves. That's not what I want. If I can talk to a producer and, and work with that person and figure it out, that's what I want to do. Gabe sees hope for good science that everyone can support. And the wildlife technician is the first step in this process. He has the full support of the livestock community in that place, right? It builds trust. There needs to be involvement from the people who are most affected, and they need to be able to have some say over what happens. Building trust, I think, is a humongous step in that direction. That's the first thing that has to happen. Zoe has a similar take, but thinks there's already enough data to appropriately manage wolves. At this point, I think there's enough information for us to really know what we need to do to live with wolves, and we just now need to do it. We need to work with communities to change mindsets over to um, living with wolves instead of seeing them as, as an issue. And so I think community engagement and citizen science is the way forward. foundation of communication and trust on a community level, we can build a table where scientists and ranchers can work together and both be heard. Largely, I think working with communities really is the answer and the direction that wildlife coexistence needs to move in. For National Public Lands Radio, I'm Clara Hoffman.